Hello and welcome to the Hume podcast, where we sit down with people from our community and discover what makes Oldham Hume Grammar School the special place that it is. Alongside our teaching staff, students, alumni and parents, we discuss the topics that really matter to us and delve deep into the heart of our school. In this first episode, The Hume Family, we meet the Mayor's family and talk to them about their differing perspectives on lockdown learning. As many of you will be aware, Craig is our principal, but you may not have met his wife, Kirsty, who works at a local museum and art gallery, and their children, Alex and Samuel, who are both students here at the school. So hello, Craig, Kirsty, Alex and Samuel. Thank you very much for joining us for our very first Hume podcast. We're excited to hear more about how you, as a family, have found the last 14 months. Thank you. Craig, the first question is, is for you. Closing the school due to a pandemic is unlikely to have been something you ever expected to do as principal. At least, I hope so. What were your thoughts when you had to take that decision to close school back in March 2020? Thanks, Claire. I think it comes under the heading of uh, things that I didn't have any training on uh, in preparation for this uh, job. You're you're absolutely right. Certainly uh, not anything that we'd countenanced or thought that we might have to do. I think I suppose the first thing to say is that actually it's decision that we made collectively as a team. I've got an excellent leadership team around me and we'd we'd actually been preparing for that eventuality for for a few weeks. Um, But I think it's fair to say that when it comes to that moment of this is actually going to happen, there was a fair amount of trepidation. There was quite a lot of anxiety. Um, We'd been developing our expertise with Google Suite in school for a few years. And in theory, we knew that we were pretty well placed to cope with remote learning. But actually, there was there was quite a lot of concern of what what will this look like in practice? How will the uh, staff cope with it? How will the students cope with it? So, yes, yeah, so on, on that day when it was actually announced, there was quite a bit of concern. Perhaps the most difficult bit, actually, was we were expecting the prime minister to announce that schools would be closed. One, one of the most challenging aspects was the sort of last minute addition of the need to provide key workers provision. That, that really changed the goalposts for us. But again, staff responded in the most fantastic way. We had a, a huge range of volunteers pretty quickly to staff that provision. So, yeah, it was, um, it was quite a challenge. Uh, but 12 months on, I'm hugely proud of how the staff and the students responded. Great resilience, ingenuity, uh, determination. And uh, perhaps sometimes, I, I always say, sometimes it's good not to know what's in front of you. Um, so we, we thought we were probably closing for about two weeks uh, at that first stage. So, uh, but in, in the end, re- really proud with how we've coped with that. And, and Craig, you had to switch pretty much overnight from being the principal of the school to having the dual role of being the principal of a school, albeit remotely, but also to the, the teacher, to your two children, who were, I think were in year five and year nine at the time. Um, how did you manage and balance those two roles? I think if Kirsty answered that question, she'd probably say I didn't do much of the teaching, actually. So, so, so I, I might I might let her say something at at, at that point. Um, and the other thing I would say, John, is that um, if if people feel that I know what I'm doing in school, and I know perhaps opinion might be divided on that, um, it, it certainly doesn't guarantee that I have any sort of clue about what I'm doing at home. So it was really difficult juggling. There were long days, but yes, I guess Kirsty would probably say that. He didn't do much of the teaching, actually. 
I mean, I have to say, as a parent of two older children, I found the whole situation quite stressful and I wasn't required to do any teaching at home at all. They kind of looked after themselves. So uh, how did you manage with the stress of the situation with homeschooling and being principal and just generally having your kind of parental patience probably tested a bit more than it would ordinarily have been? I think one of the both at home and school, I think humour is really important. I've, I've got a fantastic, very well-established leadership team around me in school. We, I, I mean, we did a lot of laughing, actually. Humour was really, really important. Um, I, we tried, in a way, in school communications for that to come through uh, as well. Um, one of the strangest but perhaps proudest moments in my career was to have a staff member tell me that their son, who, who, who's now grown up, doesn't attend this school, said, I think there might be a parody Twitter account called OHGS Principal. Um, and when I said to him, actually, son, what did you say? He said, I just said that sometimes the truth is stranger than fiction. I, I, think, I think trying to keep things in perspective I think trying to recognise what we could and couldn't do and learning to accept that, I think that's a good life lesson generally, actually. Exercise was important. We were able to get out. That that was actually a lovely spring. And we, we spent a lot of time exploring Crompton Moor near where we live, where, where we'd not really done in the past. So that was that was very nice. I tried to get out on my bike as, as much uh, as I could personally. Um, I've even got a little device which tells me just how slowly I'm going uphill. <laughs> Kirsty, Craig alluded to the fact earlier that, that you took on most of the homeschooling. Um, can you tell us a bit about what that was like and what being in the house, all four of you together, trying to get on with your own things was like too? Well, it was certainly interesting. I think the second kind of lockdown was probably easier than the first because we knew what to expect. I think at one point we were all around the dining room tables and I've got a photograph to prove that it was it was a really funny morning Alex was able to go upstairs and work in her bedroom and she was pretty self-motivated I think it would have been harder if I'd had two junior school age children I would say I did probably 95% of the um supporting of the of the virtual learning um which I like to remind Craig of quite a lot I think it was good I think we you know you got a clearer picture of what your children were doing and what they were learning. So, um, yeah, it was stressful at times, but I think, you know, like anything, we just have to get on with it. And everybody, everybody tried their best, um, you know, at home just to, to make the best of the situation. So Craig, you're uh, an English teacher, an English graduate. Uh, I know the two of you met at university, I think, didn't you? Um, Kirsty, was that your degree as well, English? Uh, mine was history and art history. Okay, and you currently work in the arts as well. So during the lockdown, I, mean, I guess there are two sides to this question. The first one is, uh, what did you learn? And were there any subjects that you struggled with? Well, I would say I am more of a, an arts person, as my degree kind of shows. So I really enjoyed the history and the art side of things. Learned a lot about computer science as well. Really enjoyed that. I could do some of the maths. But I would confess that I did have to leave some of that to Craig. That's where I did say that I had an urgent meeting and, and perhaps he would need to step in at that point. So, so her maths is not that good in the sense that she said I only did 5% of the supporting at home. So that's clearly been established. Um, for, for me, John, in answer to your question, if I tell you that in my year eight, in my own schooling, in my year eight art exam, I got 13% 
and that that probably indicates the the area that I definitely had an urgent meeting when it was on the <laughs> curriculum. Okay, don't worry, Craig. We'll en- we'll edit the ninety five percent out at some point, um, and we are coming to the children shortly as well, so we might get some more honest answers from them. Um, was there was there anything that you that you learnt uh, from working alongside the two children? It was actually quite an interesting experience for a head because you um, you also get a perspective on what on the range of things that students are doing during a day, and that and that transition from one to the other really gives you an interesting perspective on what it must be like in the classroom. So I found that really interesting. Um, I think something that people of, of my age often say is they notice that how maths is taught differently to, to when they were at school. And actually, that I have great admiration for maths teachers, that ability to, it's not just enough to be able to arrive at the right answer yourself, but to be able to um, help show a child how to get to that right answer is some sort of magic that uh, that not all of us are party to. So you, you had Samuel in year five and um, Alex in year nine. Um, so Kirsty, while you were sitting with them um, in the remote classrooms, what did you make as a parent of the quality of the teaching that your children received during lockdown? Well, I think for Alex, because she, she was... Um, you know, on these online lessons most of the day. So that was fantastic. And she really just got on with that. So I didn't have to sit with her at all, um, which was great. I, th- I just think that, you know, we were in a really odd situation, not one that any of us had um, encountered before. And I think the teaching staff, the support staff, everybody did an amazing job to really do their absolute best for the children. I think you know, our children are really lucky and we're really lucky over that period of lockdown to receive the support and teaching that they did. And as principal, Craig, I mean, you'd normally sort of formally observe lessons and you'd get an idea of the quality of teaching around the school. Um, What was your insight into the quality of teaching that your children received during lockdown? I've said previously how proud I am of the staff here. We were inspected by ISI back in September 2019, and the school was awarded double excellent. Uh, And I said then that I didn't think I could be more proud of the staff here. Well, I was completely wrong because listening in to what was going on in lessons, it was staggering just how quickly people adapted, um, how seamless that felt in many ways. So so to have that sort of insight really gave me um, a sense of pride in what the staff were able to do. I, I have to confess that at one point, um, the concept of something happening live hadn't fully sunk in for me. Um, Alex was in an RS lesson with Mr. Gumpert upstairs. He was some sort of mid-philosophical uh, debate and argument. And uh, I was just listening at the door. And, and as he got halfway through this, I said, oh, yes, really interesting argument that. And to my horror, the voice came back through the screen and said, thanks very much, Mr. Mayors. And I realised that the entire class had just heard me. So I, I, I tried to stay away as much as possible after yeah. that. If that was the most embarrassing moment, then you've not done too badly. I think that I think masked teacher actually was probably the most embarrassing moment, but that perhaps not for now. Yeah, I think best not mention masked teacher any further. <laughs> That's for another podcast, I think, maybe with video. Alex, can we bring you in now, please? Your your mum mentioned that you did quite a lot of independent learning um, with being in year nine. Um, how was the homeschooling experience for you? How did you find it? Overall, I think that the homeschooling experience was really fun because it was all new to us. We'd obviously nothing like that had ever happened before. So 
everything was new to learn and it was quite exciting in a way because we had obviously used our Chromebooks before but the teachers were finding more and more um, like technology to use in all our different lessons and it really sort of helped us with our learning. Um, I did think it was quite difficult like not seeing all my friends every single day like I usually do but I did manage to keep in touch with all my friends which was good. So it sounds like a pretty positive experience despite it kind of being a bit of a shock to the system for you. Yeah. Yeah and did you manage to keep up with any of your extracurricular activities um, you know just within the family Um, because of course you would do a number of different extracurricular activities while you're at school but when you're outside of the school environment did you manage to keep up with some of that as well? Your dad mentioned he got out on his bike did you join him? Um, Yeah I did join him a couple of times we also and me and my dad were going on runs for a while until my dad said that he got injured so then he couldn't come anymore um but I definitely did manage to keep up with a lot of my extracurricular going out on runs and doing a lot of workouts from home and I think that having a lot of extra time um really enabled me to do that because there wasn't the drive to school in the morning and the drive back so that was really good as well as like playing my instrument which gave me more time to practice and things like that. Thanks, um, Alex. Can we turn to Samuel now? Um, How was the experience of lockdown learning for you? Well, I found it quite easier without any of the distractions usually because usually when uh, you're doing something, there's everything to see about. And I found it uh, quite enjoyable just to be, uh, uh, just to see everyone on the Google Me. It It was really strange, but quite different. What, what did a typical day look like for you, Samuel? What, what did it involve a day's work? So first I would have do, do my trumpet practice and then I'd probably fill my reading log and start my lessons. And did you manage to keep, keep busy all day? Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> How much of it was spent on the Google Chromebook online? Uh, most of it. Most of my day. And is there a lesson that you particularly enjoyed, Samuel, that you can remember that you're able to tell us about now? Probably English, because uh, uh, we used read theory, which I really enjoyed. Go on, explain read theory to us. So it's uh, where you have a passage to read and you have to answer questions about certain pieces of the passage and you get a different rank. Uh, with the points you get from answering questions correctly. So you clearly take after your father with a love of English. I know you're in Mrs Knott's fancy words club, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you, Samuel. Alex, you mentioned that you really missed spending time every day with your friends. Was there anything else that you missed? Um, I think I just missed, like, the general atmosphere in school. It just felt a little bit lonely, like, stuck in my room all day. And it's definitely made me much more grateful for being able to be back in school and just seeing people and just having like little conversations on the corridor and things like that really. Yeah and Samuel did you did you miss anything in particular? Uh, I just missed mostly being with my friends and just seeing their faces uh, actually instead of just behind the screen and playing at break with them all. No, I can understand that. Friends are really important. And now that you're back at school, is there anything that you miss about lockdown learning? 
probably just being able to just being able to be with my mum while she was there on the table. Oh, that's heartwarming. I'm pretty sure my Samuel, uh, who is now 18, would not say that. <laughs> we'll not ask Alex the same question. Um, <laughs> Samuel, you mentioned your uh, trumpet playing really came on uh, during the lockdown learning. and I've heard this from a few people. Uh, was it difficult? Because you're in a household where your mum's got her professional responsibilities, your dad will be on Zoom and Google Meets, and your sister's on Google Meets all day. How on earth did you find the time to practice your trumpet with all of that going on? Uh, well, I did it at the start of my day where I'd just grab my trumpet, grab my stand and just practice uh, everything that I'd been shown in my lessons. And have you got neighbours? They were, they were <laughs> absolutely thrilled. I guess it wakes everybody up in the morning, doesn't it? That's an important thing. To keep in your, in your daily routine was really important during the lockdown. So well done, Samuel. You were doing a service, I think, to the street there, weren't you? <laughs> Yeah. Mrs. Kent did a very good job. She did she did online live lessons as as well for him during lockdown. That's the peripatetic uh, music teacher. So that that worked really well. And I'm sure it was a lovely backdrop for anyone who was having a meeting with you as well, Craig. I seem to remember one of our meetings was um, had a, a musical accompaniment for a little while when Samuel had to practice his trumpet. That was fun. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> So, Craig, Kirsty, the, the children have talked a little bit about some of the positives um, that they found during lockdown. Um, from your perspective, what were the positives for you as a whole family? Um, I think that opportunity, which hopefully we won't be in a similar situation again, I just think the opportunity to spend more time together. You know, life is busy. We're both working full time. Um, the children have busy schedules for sport and and after school activities so I just think that time to spend together was was really nice I think for us I think you know different skills that were learned I think um you know Alex learned to cook she did nearly all the lunch lunch uh, times particularly during the first lockdown so that was a big relief to me so that I wasn't going to have to do every meal um even though it, it did feel like you know lots and lots of cooking and snacks so, um, yeah, I think I think there was lots of positives and, and just being able to go out and enjoy the fresh air, particularly as the weather was so nice. And, you know, there was there was lots of lots of things, even though it was it could be stressful at times. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think the ability to be able to go on a walk for a family, which we perhaps didn't do enough uh, previously, was a really, really nice part of that and something that we've tried to continue doing post lockdown as well. So to the whole family, are you glad to be back? Yes, definitely. Yeah, to see my friends. And I'm enjoying the peace and quiet. I'm working from home mostly still at the moment, so it's really nice to have a nice, quiet and tidy house. <laughs> and I would say that there's always challenges um, trying to manage a school, but it, it's quite nice to get back to what feels like more normal challenges um, of, of normal day-to-day Uh, school life so yes I think we're all delighted to be back thank you thank you all of you thank you Craig Kirsty Alex and Samuel for your time today thank you very much thank you thank you 
So that was the Mayor's family talking to us about their experiences of lockdown as a family unit. Thank you to all of you, especially to Alex and Sam for coming on to this episode of the podcast. Now, this is a new podcast channel for the school, so to make sure you don't miss the next episode, now is the time to follow it. Then it just means that when the next episode is released, you should receive a small notification just to let you know that it's available. But that's so you don't miss the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode, and we'll look forward to seeing you again soon. Bye for now.